Howdy Riffers, this is David Sanchez, and this is episode 56 of the Riffs or Die podcast for Monday, November 29th, 2021. If you're in the U.S., I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. I don't know what you did, but you know what you did. Come on, you know what you did. I had a bunch of people over at my house. I think we had 10 people over. We had a good time and uh, everybody was on the same page, so no subject of conversation was off topic. That was a nice relief, which yielded zero conflict. Ain't that nice. I have a ton of leftovers in my fridge and I don't think I'm going to be able to get through all of them all by myself. So if you're listening to this, come over and help me eat some food. As always, if you guys want to support the podcast beyond sharing it with your friends and listening to it here, you can always go to riffsordie.com and pick up some merch, or you can go to patreon.com slash riffsordie and subscribe as a patron. Your patronage is much appreciated, and it helps me keep these shows going. So if you want to support, go to patreon.com slash riffsordie, and if you sign up at the $10 level a month or higher, you will have access to the monthly Zoom hangouts. You can hang out with me in real time, ask me anything, and be welcomed into my home via a computer screen. I'd love to see more of you supporters in there, so if you feel so inclined, go hit up the Patreon and subscribe. If you sign up, you'll also get discounts in the web store, and those will be good for your pocketbook and good for your t-shirt collection. So by now, I'm sure most people have heard about this Omicron variant. Is it just me, or did anyone else immediately think of Lur from Futurama, the alien that's from the planet Omicron Percy I-8? Am I the only one? Maybe. Maybe not. Futurama is an amazing show. If you've never seen that show and you like The Simpsons, you really need to get on the ball. That show has been around for a long time. Very funny, very creative. And right when Rick and Morty came out, I always thought that it seemed kind of like Futurama meets South Park. Because it's all sci-fi stuff, you basically have unlimited creative possibilities. But um, I think Rick and Morty's a little more crude like South Park. Anyway, this Omicron variant, huh? I guess we're just naming all of these things after Greek alphabet. And wouldn't you know it, there are plenty of letters in the Greek alphabet that come after Omicron. So there's plenty more to come. Don't worry, folks. We're going to have a lot more of these fresh variants. You know... A lot of people thought that this stuff was all going to end with two shots. And I called it many months ago and said, no, this is going to start with two shots. Well, here we are months later. And who was right? Was I right? I, I think I was. I don't know everything. I'm not clairvoyant, but this stuff is not that hard to figure out. The big problem that I have with all of this is... Unless people start pushing back on it, this stuff is going to be here forever. It seems like the Rona is going to be here to stay. Like influenza. Influenza has been here for decades. And I think that this new disease is going to be no different. 
Now, we all know that there's plenty of enemies, intangible enemies that are out there that governments like to go after. Governments are always trying to go after invisible enemies that cannot be conquered, always trying to have a war on something. These people that always want to have a war on something, I like to call them warons. But the goal is to always go after an enemy that cannot be conquered. War on drugs. Do we still have drugs? I think we still have drugs. How about the war on terror? Is there still terrorism in the world? Hmm, gee, let me think. Yes. And now we have the war on COVID. Are you starting to see a pattern here? None of these things can be eliminated. Terrorism, drugs, this COVID thing, probably not ever going to be beaten. So it becomes a never-ending cycle of more control and less liberty for you. Governments around the world, non-government organizations, and media were able to shape and control the narrative for 9-11-2001. And that changed the whole entire landscape of the planet forever. And I think that this COVID stuff is no different. Think about it. 9-11 happened 20 years ago. And out of 9-11, the TSA was created, here in the U.S. anyway. And 20 years later, who's still around? Oh, yes, the TSA. They were created after 9-11, and they're still here two decades later. So the point is, that the norms that are created out of this COVID nonsense are probably going to be here 20 years from now. And let's talk about the TSA. The TSA, do they catch terrorists often? No, not at all. Do they steal things from people? Yes, that happens very often. And they run tests all the time at these airports and try to sneak through weapons and explosives and things like that. And guess who fails at detecting the weapons and explosives? The TSA. Let me ask you something. When you go through the security at the airport and you deal with the TSA, do you feel safer? Or do you feel like you're just being fucked with? Personally, when I go through there, I feel like I'm just being fucked with. It's the illusion of security the illusion of safety. George Carlin had a great bit about this and he was 100% correct. They're never going to make the place totally safe. And when they're digging through your bags and interrogating you and asking you questions and making you go through a body scanner, that is not to make you safer. It's the illusion of safety. But you know what they do get? They do get to fuck with you. They do get to trample your rights temporarily. Are they saving America from terrorism? Not really. Seems more like they're wasting a lot of money and fucking with people. So keep that in mind. The TSA has been around for 20 years and has basically done nothing to help you out. It's cost you a lot of money. It's inconvenienced you. It might have made you miss a flight at some point. But are they there for your benefit? You could try to argue that they are, but I'm going to say no. 
So we have to be really careful with what we allow to become normal with this COVID stuff, because everything that we let become normalized right now is probably going to be here for decades. This shit isn't going away in two months. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We are not going to comply our way out of tyranny. If you want to have your freedom, you don't give away your freedom and then just hope that you'll get it back sometime. That's not how the world works. So if you don't like what's going on and you don't want to see this stuff become normal for the next several generations, stand up right now. You have to stand against this stuff now because it's not going to get easier to stand up. The road to freedom can be very, very bumpy and uncomfortable at times, but the destination is 100% worth it. Would you rather be a little uncomfortable right now and stand up for yourself and stand up for freedom and what you believe in and against tyrants? Or would you rather be uncomfortable later, meaning possibly for the rest of your life? It's a big question you got to ask yourself. Do you want to be uncomfortable now or do you want to be uncomfortable forever? Personally, I'd rather choose the discomfort up front to be free later and more comfortable later. Now, I know some people are probably sick of hearing about it. Believe me, I'm sick of seeing it. I'm sick of living in this. I'm right there with you. But I keep talking about this because I believe that human liberty all around the planet is at stake here. Human liberty forever is on the table. Our world completely changed after 9-11, and it's completely changed again because of this COVID stuff. We're starting to see a glimpse into the future right now. Look at what's going on in Australia. They're kidnapping indigenous people and force vaccinating them and throwing them in camps. Also, if you were in close contact with those people, you are going to a camp. And this ain't summer camp. This is more like a concentration camp or an internment camp. Seems to me to be very similar to the internment camps that were created in the U.S. during World War II for Japanese-American citizens. The lunacy in Australia is just mind-blowing. It's really crazy there. And it's not just there. There's crazy shit happening all around the world. Look at a place like Austria. I'm sure many of you know, Austria is the birthplace of Adolf Hitler. And Germany seems to be following right in line with what Austria is going to do. The Austrian government has announced that they're going to start going door to door to force inject people. Also, the country right now is on a national lockdown. They originally touted it as, we're going to lock down unvaccinated people. But then they did the old switcheroo. Psych, we're going to lock down everybody. So even if you complied, you are now being punished. That's the old switcheroo. Yeah, yeah, just do what we say and you'll be free. Psych. Just kidding. We're going to treat you exactly the same as the people that didn't comply. Hee <laughs> hee. 
You know, here we are in 2021, and it's not even 100 years later after World War II, and it seems like the Nazis are back. Austria and Germany, baby. That's where those Nazis came from. That's where they did all their stuff. So maybe authoritarianism is a recessive gene. You know, all these people that are there today in the Austrian government and Austrian military and Austrian police, these people that are enforcing these fucked up policies, maybe they just wanted to fall in line with what grandpappy was doing. It skipped a generation. The Austrian and German love of authoritarianism skipped one generation. You had Nazis in the 40s, and then you had a generation after. It was like, nah, nah, that that shit was kind of fucked up. Let's not do that again. And then now we have these people going right back and following in the footsteps of the granddaddy. Yeah, I want to be like grandpa. I want to wear a brown shirt and go door to door, rounding people up, the unclean people, the disease-carrying people, and start force-injecting them making them a part of our medical experiments against their own will. Yeah, this is good. This is what grandpappy would have wanted. Cool, man. So much for Europe being a bastion of hope to so many people over here for like, hey man, Europe does it right. Europe does it so right. We should be more like Europe. Are you sure? If you keep complying, maybe you'll get your wish. And then something I talked about on the last episode that's worth noting again is the country Gibraltar. A hundred percent of them have taken the injection and they're having a gigantic spike in this disease. Hmm. Strange. It's almost like it didn't work. And meanwhile, at the same time, you have the continent of Africa. Africa has a 6% injection rate. Guess what they don't have a whole lot of? The Rona. Hmm. All the places that have really high Vaseline rates have a lot of Rona. Africa, on the other hand, does not have a lot of Vaselines injected into people, and they don't really have any Rona. I wonder if there's a correlation. Could there be a connection there? Hmm. Probably not. It's probably just a coincidence that the places that have the most injections have the most Rona. And the places that have the least amount of injections have the least amount of Rona. Probably just a weird coincidence. When will people start to understand that this is a game that's being played? We're being duped. We're being toyed with. When will people start to understand this? I'm sitting here patiently waiting for people to wake up. This stuff isn't that hard to figure out. I mean, if you're not starting to connect the dots and see that maybe this isn't going to end and maybe complying isn't our way out of this, if you don't see that, I don't know what to tell you. We're living in two separate realities because this stuff is not hard to see to me. And for those people that have woken up a little bit and are kind of starting to wake up and smell the roses... You're welcome on this side of the fence. We welcome you with open arms. The more people that are detecting bullshit and figuring out that this is fucked up, the better. 
Because like I said, if we just keep letting this stuff slide down the path that they want it to slide, we are going to be living under this shit for decades. This is going to be the new normal. Why do you think that phrase has been kicked around so much by mainstream and corporate media? Because that's what they want. They want this stuff to all be normalized. Let's not let that happen. If you've got kids, you might want to think about what kind of future you're going to be leaving for them. If you don't have kids and you just want to be free, come on over. We want you on our side. And what is my side? What is our side that I'm talking about? I'm talking about the side of freedom and critical thinking. Not just doing everything you're told and being a pawn in somebody else's fucked up, disgusting, twisted, sick game. Now, it appears to me that their goal is, and always has been, to break our spirits. It seems to me like they are trying to crush our souls, lower our vibrations. And the trick is to not let them do it. Do not let them break you. Try to practice gratitude and stoicism. And even though all this Nazi bullshit sucks shit through a straw, there are still so many things to be grateful for and marvel at in a positive way. The natural world is incredible. We're very lucky to live when and where we do. We don't have to worry about things that our ancestors for hundreds of thousands of years had to worry about. We're very spoiled. We eat like kings. We're comfortable. We have supercomputers in our pockets. When it's a beautiful day, enjoy it. Be grateful. Express gratitude for that. You don't get those all the time. There's still plenty to be grateful for and to be stoked on in this world, even though this shit is all fucked up and crazy. Gratitude and practicing stoicism can bring a lot of happiness, even in these strange, very uncertain times. So that's my recommendation. Practice gratitude. Gratitude equals happiness. And remember, happiness is a choice. There's no doubt that we are living in a time where we're witnessing the proliferation of bad ideas. All of this woke nonsense, people uh, not believing that gender is a real thing, math is racist, there's propaganda everywhere you look, these COVID policies are just a straight up bad idea. We're witnessing the proliferation and the blossoming of a lot of bad ideas. And it's up to us to resist those bad ideas and to start injecting good ideas into the psyche of the mass consciousness. We got to do it. There's a lot to be positive about. There's a lot to be negative about. But like the Motorhead song, don't let them grind you down. Stay strong. Keep your head up. Practice gratitude. And whenever you get the opportunity and it makes sense, inject good ideas into conversations. Plant seeds. Plant seeds of freedom in people's brains. It might not click for them that day. It might not click for them that week. It might not click for them that year. But you planted the seed. And when the time is ready for them to accept that message, it might click for them. Plant the seeds. 
with some people in some situations, that's all you can do is plant the seed. But don't be afraid to do that. Even when it's not terribly popular, in my opinion, freedom never goes out of style. And this reminds me of the great quote from Samuel Adams. He said, It does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen to set brush fires of freedom in the minds of men, and women, and zimzers and they-thems. But remember that. It does not take a majority to prevail. You don't need the majority to win. What you need is people that are hell-bent on setting brush fires of freedom in people's minds. That's what I'm doing here on this podcast. I know some people get sick of all the freedom talk, but, you know, I really like that freedom stuff. I like that freedom stuff a whole lot. And I really don't want to see it go away. So I'm here to remind you every once in a while that freedom is paramount and you lose it if you don't exercise it. If you don't use it, you lose it. That's about all I got to say on that. I would like to offer you something that is way positive and lighthearted and probably make you laugh your ass off. And that is my musical suggestion for this week. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about the one and only Richard Cheese. If you've never heard Richard Cheese, it's really funny stuff. The dude does like lounge jazz versions of a bunch of popular songs. He even does some metal stuff. He has some covers of Iron Maiden, Slayer, Slipknot, and a whole lot of pop artists. He covers these songs in such a funny way. And I gotta tell you, I saw him live one time. My brother took me to the Boulder Theater to go see Richard Cheese, and I've seen thousands and thousands of bands. I'm not going to lie. Richard Cheese was easily top 10 concert I've ever been to in my life. His show was so fucking funny, and uh, the band was so tight. It just ruled. Everything about it was entertaining. And he actually put out a live record of the show that I was at. It's uh, Richard Cheese live at the Boulder Theater. But in the description for this episode, I'll put a link to his Spotify artist page. And just browse through there. Listen to whatever you want. I think all of his albums are great. They all have good production and good performances. And it's funny stuff. A lounge jazz reimagining of a lot of the songs that you're familiar with. Check it out. Richard Cheese. That's my suggestion for the week for some tunage. Thanks a lot for tuning in to this episode of the podcast, everyone. Don't forget to go to riffsordie.com and patreon.com slash riffsordie if you would like to subscribe, get some discounts in the web store, and also hang out with me live in person, kinda. Live in person on a computer. But that's it. Go light those brush fires of freedom in the minds of men, women, zimzers, children, priests, animals, astronauts, and your friends and family. Plant those seeds, baby! Until next time, everyone, take care, be safe, try to leave the world a little nicer than the way you found it, and for the love of God, don't be afraid! Don't be afraid. Practice gratitude and never forget happiness as a choice.
Adios, everybody.